Hello, this is Tim Grimes. Welcome to Law of Attraction Explored. Happy holidays, and I hope that you have a wonderful end of 2021 and a wonderful beginning of 2022. I want to let you know that a couple of my books are on sale right now on Kindle, if you don't have them. Books like The Law of Attraction Simplified, The Joy of Not Thinking, Relax More, Try Less. And I also have two new coaching programs, a two-week program and a six-week program, if you want to get deep with me one-on-one to start the new year. You can find out more information about that at RadicalCounselor.com. And to connect with me or ask me a question, you can always email info at RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So, as you know by now, the show is in part just to encourage you to explore and study different ways and approaches in which these wonderful practical teachings are taught to us. And as you can probably tell, I tend to focus on more of the quote-unquote older Law of Attraction teachings, meaning, you know, primarily New Thought stuff and Kuwait. Um, that's, you know, early 20th century, mid 20th century. I like a lot of the classic law of attraction teachers, quite a few of whom are, you know, not really discussed that much today. And some of which are discussed a fair amount, such as Neville and Joseph Murphy. Of course, I would say that both those guys could be discussed much more than they are talked about. But people like Kue and H. Emily Cady are hardly talked about at all and One of the hopes of this podcast for me is that people start discussing them more. But I want you to know, if you don't already, it's not that I discourage uh, listening and learning from modern law of attraction teachers or law of attraction teachers that are not quite as old as those, you know, great classic teachers. Um, I've got nothing against that whatsoever. I just personally find that I usually gravitate towards the older teachers, but the only important thing is finding what you gravitate towards. Everybody's different. You know, the teachers that are really going to affect you are not going to be necessarily the same teachers that affect me. And we can learn from so many different approaches, as I, as I said. And this is really important. For instance, when I got into the law of attraction, I consider myself somewhat fortunate in the sense that when I got into it, I quickly gravitated, or you could say was attracted to Neville. So I pretty much started my Law of Attraction um, exploration with some of the best teaching possible. And, you know, I quickly found out about Florence Scovel Shin, who's another great teacher that we haven't discussed yet. We'll probably discuss her on an episode sooner than later. Um, I discovered Florence Scovel Shin. I discovered Joseph Murphy pretty, pretty soon after I discovered Neville. And, of course, I also encountered other, you know, more modern teachings. And, for instance, Abraham Hicks. You know, a lot of people ask me about Abraham Hicks, and the truth of the matter is that I like their stuff. I just, you know, personally don't find that it's as relevant for me a lot of the time as Neville is, or Kue is, or H.M. Lee Katie is. But I still like Abraham Hicks a lot, you know? Just because I don't mention a certain teacher on the show doesn't mean that I don't like their stuff. And... What's wonderful is that when you go through this process of learning about these teachings and trying to apply them in different ways and doing your best just to gently incorporate them and integrate them into your life, you find that 
teachers that you you like but don't pay that much attention to, sometimes they come back on your radar and are very helpful. And to give you a example for me that just happened, a recent example, I was recently looking at a few things that Abraham Hicks said. And this recent example, just such a profound teaching, so, so simple and really in line with a lot of the stuff we've been discussing recently. They say a great way to apply the law of attraction is simply to ask, what do I want? What do I want? And what, once you've answered that, and it, you know, obviously that answer should come from the heart. Once you've answered that, you ask, why do I want this? Why do I want this? This is such wonderful law of attraction advice. And this is some of the primary advice that Abraham Hicks gives. Very, very simple. They tell you to ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want? Do I want more love? Do I want better health? Do I want more money? Do I want a new car? There's no right or wrong answer there. What do I want? And once that answer's come up for you, and it should come up for you rather quickly if you're being open with yourself, once you've answered that, you can ask yourself, why do I want this? Why? And the answer as to why you want it should be a good answer. For instance, if you want more love in your life, it's because you know you're ready to share your life experiences with someone, to give more back, to be more in tune with others. If you want better health, for instance, perhaps it's so you can be with family members or take part in the community at large better or work better. If you want a new car, as superficial as that want may be to some people, for you it might be a very serious want right now, a very genuine want. And the reason you want it could be because it makes you feel good to drive it. So whatever it is that you want, once you've identified what you want, and again, this should happen within seconds, once you know what you want, ask yourself why. Why do I want it? And your why, your answer to why you want it, should make you feel good. Because that's the reason you want it. And the reason you want something, the reason you genuinely want something is good. As we've been discussing, your desire is pure. Your desire is guiding you in the right direction. Your desire is not misleading you. Your desire is not sinful. Your desire is telling you what you want. Your desire is going to make you feel good. And what Abraham Hicks point out so well is that there's a huge difference between thinking of what you want, which is what we're doing right now, thinking of what you want and why you want it, what you genuinely want and genuinely why you want it. There's a huge difference between that, which makes you feel good, and thinking of the absence of it, thinking of not having it. When we think of something that we want and then we think of how we don't have it yet, and how it hasn't manifested, and how it seems so hard to get, we feel terrible. We feel bad, right? It makes us feel awful because we, haven't, we don't have it, and we want it. And we're thinking of the absence of it. But Abraham Hicks say, simply think of what you want, and then why you want it. And if you answer why you want it, you'll feel good. Because that's the real reason you want it. 
in those feelings that it elicits. Those are the real reasons. And those feelings, as we always talk about, are here right now. You don't have to wait to access those feelings. What do you want? Why do you want it? Your answer, these feelings, this is what it's all about. This is about feeling good. It's like in the Law of Attraction Simplified where I say feel good, not bad. So simple. And this is what Abraham Hicks always talks about. They're basically just saying the same thing. They're saying feel good, not bad in their own words, you know? They say the Law of Attraction is about feeling good. Such a simple, simple teaching. In a teaching that is so easy to pass over because it seems, you know, too straightforward, but it's not too straightforward. We were a few episodes ago discussing those malt exercises where he was saying, examine your false beliefs. And now we're asking even maybe more direct questions. We're just asking ourselves, what do we really want? What do we really want? And then why do we want it? Why do we want it? The reason why we want it is a good reason. And it's a good enough reason to get it and have it. And that reason is already inside you. It already has manifested inside of you. When you answer that question, why do you want it? And then if you stay with those feelings, it will also manifest externally in some substantial way. You know, and what teachers like Abraham Hicks often say is, stay with that answer as to why. Stay with feeling good as to why you want that thing, the feelings that it elicits, those positive good feelings. Stay with that. Instead of getting distracted or stressed out or worried, or when you feel stressed out, distracted or worried, you can ask yourself, what do I want? And why do I want it? That will get you back on track, you know? Very simple, very straightforward. And again, I like to share this with you because Abraham Hicks, you know, are not my favorite law of attraction teachers. They're not, you know, it's not teachings that I go to or come back to all that often. But sometimes when I come back to it or I glance over it, I'm like, wow, this is really good. And there's so many teachings like that, you know? And maybe the teachers that I'm talking about on this podcast generally are like that for you, where there's other teachers you like a lot more, but just hearing something that Neville said or something that Joseph Murphy said, maybe there's just some little thing that kind of hits you today when you listen to it. And that's very helpful too. The more we can incorporate these various teachings, these various approaches into our life, usually the better the law of attraction will work in our life, in my opinion. Obviously, you can have favorite teachers, and it's fine if there's only one or two or three teachers that you really like to listen to, and that's it. I'm just saying don't become militant about it, because it's silly. Virtually all of these teachers are saying the same thing. And that's a a very nice thing to recognize. It feels good to recognize that, I think, for most of us. So let's recognize that and celebrate that. 